0: For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachStutter. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachstutter.com. In this special episode, I'm joined by Gabby Stroud. Gabby has a new book called Dear Parents, which addresses the mums and dads of Australia. One of the questions that comes up really often that interests me as a teacher is parents going online to ask, how should I choose the best school for my child? And I usually, if I ever chip in, I usually say, go to the school and feel the vibe, Mm. see what it's about Mm. and meet people. But what is your recommendation for parents who are trying to choose
1: a school how should you base that decision look I don't think there's anything very much to be gained from NAPLAN or my school and really if you look at my school it's a very hard um website to navigate and it and it buys into that consumerist sort of you know if I go here I'm I'm purchasing I'm investing in the in these kind of results and it's it's no guarantee I would never advise a parent to go and look at those sorts of things. I would, as you suggested, Bron, I would say to them, walk into the school and talk to some parents that already have children enrolled there. Have a look at how those kids are walking out of that school. Are they smiling? Are they happy? Are their teachers there giving them a high five and, you know, some encouraging words as they they leave the school gates? The other thing I always encourage um, parents to do is to, you know, talk to the teachers when they're there. And there seems to be a misconception among parents that if it's a really young, vibrant staff, that it'll be a fantastic school. And look, young, vibrant teachers are terrific, but. I was kind of a middle career vibrant teacher, and I've worked with um, very experienced vibrant teachers who are, you know, nearing retirement. We don't want to set up a situation where we just think, you know, young um, young teachers have got it all going on, and and you know they bring certain talents and gifts to the to the. Um, teaching tool, but you want to you want to be at a school where there's a really good mix of experience. You know, you'd like to be, I'd like my kids to be at a school where there's teachers that have been there for quite a while, some teachers who are new to the school, some that are young, some that are old, some that are male, some that are female, you know, all, all those kind of um, things that, that make a good mix of community. But even if I could encourage parents to think a step back before that before they go walking into schools but to think what is the outcome what would you like your graduating child to look like so if it's a primary school setting what do you want your you know 11 12 13 year old to be looking like feeling like sounding like love the y chart as they come out of that school experience and for secondary kids you know once they're graduating in year 10 or year 12 what do you want for your child And then you need to match your child in that way to the school because if your child's showing some musical talent or some interest in particular things, then maybe you're going to look for a school that caters to those kind of um, interests. So I think those sorts of things are really important conversations to have with parents and for parents to think about. And I also think too that... um, the little ones as they're first going into their formal years in primary school it's most important to have conversations with their um their preschool teachers or their childcare teachers because they hold a lot of knowledge about what that child needs as they transition into school so i think it's actually about a whole heap of conversations with people invested um in in schooling and education. I think that looking at websites can only be so helpful. You know, it's not the place you want to be getting advice on where your your beautiful little child is going to be going.
0: I think that you've really hit the nail on the head when you said it's about your individual student. You have to consider your child's strengths, weaknesses, age, if they're an older prep or a younger prep. Mm. Um, There's so much
1: to consider. It would be good if we could start changing the narrative too that, you know, it's about picking a school you know because that is just that real shopping around kind of idea you know it would be great if we could have an understanding as they do in Finland that the best school is the school that's nearest to you you know that we would value all schools for all the different um elements that they have and so that choices weren't made sort of going well this is the best school so I go there but that choices were made this is the best fit for my child you know based on you know what the school is all about what my child is all about but knowing that all schools around me are you know are quality and offer good things. That's
0: right because there's really passionate, high quality teachers in every school in Australia. So people don't go to this job and do this job unless they have their
1: whole heart in it. You wouldn't
0: turn up every day. So, you know, don't drive past a school because there's going to be amazing teachers and talent at every school.
1: That's right. There are incredible things happening in our schools every single day and it's it's um, the parents' responsibility to go in and have a look at those things and, and then to think about, well, what do I want for my child, you know?
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of For the Love of Teaching. Don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes.